This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's Tuesday. It's the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley. And uh, as I was uh, at the end of last week, I'm joining on my own, going solo. There's no Sean Calvert today. He's uh, still away on holiday. Uh, looking ahead to today's matches. So matches on Tuesday uh, in Brisbane, in Australia, in the ATP Tour 250 event and over in Hong Kong as well. We haven't looked at the Hong Kong event, so I'm going to give you some thoughts on the Hong Kong event as well. Um, but the breaking news today uh, was the performance from Rafael Nadal this morning. Absolutely um, rolled back the years. Brilliant, brilliant performance, really. I, I was very... Uh, worried about his performance. I didn't think he would be able to come back and show that kind of intensity and that kind of determination. And he, he didn't look off the pace at all. Really, really impressed with Rafa today. He beat Dominic Team 7-5-6-1. It proved a, a quite a costly match for me. I took a bit of plus 175 on Dominic Team, and then I pressed again in play. Um, but when he took that first set, he broke um, Dominic Team's, who his team was serving at 5-6, broke him to 7-5 and then ran away with the second set. So, Rafa Nadal really made a statement win uh, this morning against uh, team. And, you know, I, I said he was a fade for the tournament. I still think he is a fade for the tournament. I don't, I'm hoping, you know, I don't think he can maintain that kind of level straight away. I mean, he's, he, we know he's, he's a genius. We know he's come back from injuries. We know he's come back with problems before, but to be able to sustain that, event and and win this tournament will be a massive massive achievement as i said but on the flip side of that the draws massively opened up i mean we've lost sebastian corda we've lost ben shelton we've lost one of my tips karatsev so it's been a tournament for shocks for underdogs have done well in round one and rafa hasn't really got much to beat you know i mean if he was fit he would be uh, a lot lot lower than the odds or sorry if he was rafa at his peak not fit we think he's fit but if it was rafa at his peak he would be a lot, lot lower than the odds that we, we see here. I'll just give you, I'm going to come on to the outright market in Brisbane in a second. But before I do that, I'm just going to give you a little bit of update from Bet Rivers on Rafa Nadal to win the Australian Open, which starts in just under two weeks now. Uh, Nadal's been cut from 20 to 1 to 14 to 1 with Bet Rivers to win the Australian Open. That is the best price in the land. People are running scared of Rafa. Um, okay, he might be able to do it in the best of three sets here. Uh, after after a year off, but um, in the best of five, in the heat, in the conditions, um, would you? Well, I wouldn't back it. Bet him at fourteen to one. Certainly not. Um, no, but Djokovic come through a little bit of a scare as well. Lost against Leheka at the United Cup. He is the uh, even money favourite. Bet Rivers and uh, obviously Carlos Alcaraz is three to one, and Yannick Sinner uh, is six to one. But Rafa, he's made a statement win. He's fourteen to one now to win the Australian Open. Would I have been betting that? I wouldn't be betting that, but uh, Bet Rivers are running for cover. And if you want to bet Rafa to win the Australian Open and win another major championship, that is the best price available in the land. Anyway, that's a couple of weeks away. We'll be previewing that here on the Betting Weekly Studios on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match with myself and Sean Calvert. So we're looking forward to that over the next couple of weeks. It's all about now. 
and it's uh, Brisbane now. So let's have a look at the tournament and how that Rafa win and some of the big shocks we've seen in the tournament so far have reflected on the outright odds. And Rafa Nadal has gone from plus 480 with Bet Rivers to the plus 225 favourite to win here in Brisbane. And the number two seed Grigor Dimitrov is plus 350. Holger Rune, the pre-tournament favourite, he's uh, plus 350 as well. Safadin is $6. We have... Uh, I can't read my writing there. Uh, we'll come back to the minute. Popperin is 20. Oh, Hooten Bear 11 to 1. He's my pick to win it. Uh, Popperin is 20 to 1. Uh, we have Machak 25 to 1. Shevchenko 28 to 1. Alnaudi 20 to 1 as well. Uh, Thompson 28 to 1. And Lucas Klein at 20 to 1. And the reason I'm putting Lucas Klein in the betting there is because I had a dream, uh, a night last night or the night before that Lucas Klein won this event. So if you think. Fate, you think of listen one listen to dreams. Uh, Lucas Klein at 28 to 1 could be uh could be uh, an interesting. I've also dreamt over the years I've slept with Pamela Anderson and I've uh, but that's never come to fruition. But uh, Lucas Klein at 28 to 1 could be could be the the bet there. Um it's a reflection on the draw. Rafa now plays Kubla, who beat Karatsev. We thought it could be Karatsev. Karatsev was injured after the set two as one set on Kubla come through. Um Kubla's serve will give Rafa problems, but I can't see couple of beating Rafa on the evidence of what I saw today and if you were thinking about Rafa at his peak you know in a tournament like this with the caliber of opposition you would you know you'd probably be looking at Rafa the winner this this around about minus 150 he's plus 225 and I know that's going to tempt many betters out there and a lot of people looking for the fairy tale ending um I I, I want to fade him and and I think he's probably the value to fade him but Looking at the draw, I don't see many people who can beat him. I think Holgerun can beat him, but um, other than that, I don't see where he's going to get beat. So I still want to bet him at plus 225, and I still continue the fact that to come back from a tournament, have a year off, and win a tournament like this is going to take a monster effort. And and, and we we were impressed this morning with, with him, but I think it was more Dominic team not playing so well, in particularly in the second set when he lost that, uh, he lost his serve at, at uh, 5 6 in set one. He completely went. So um, let's be a little bit more cautious about Rafa Nadal. He, he, great to see him back, but, um, but at plus 225, he wouldn't be carrying my money. But the man who is carrying my money is Ugo Ember, 11-1. He was my pick at the start. He's still waiting to play his first-round match. Uh, he's up against Mickelson, um, the big serving American. Um, not, not even started yet because there's been all kinds of problems with the weather in Brisbane, and that's going to play a big factor now from now until the end of the tournament. There's thunderstorms and rain predicted pretty much every single day of this week and into next week as well. So this tournament is going to be affected heavily by the bad weather that's hitting Australia there. So that is something to take into consideration. A look at the weather factor here. As far as the speed of the court is concerned, the speed has been very good. It's very quick. Um, my two picks that did cash for us was a tie break in the Karatsev Kubla match, which happened in set number two, and the tie break in another match, which I can't remember off the top of my head. But we gave two tie breaks, and both of them came uh, cash. So we had a uh, two bets, two tie break winners, which was pretty good for us as well. Can't, can't, what, can't, what was the tie break match I had? I'm looking through the results here. Uh, oh, Safalin Shelton. That was it. Tie break in that, and that also happened in set number two where Shelton took the second set, 7-6, but lost the match 6-3 in a third set. So we're going to look at um, two, three matches here in Brisbane for today. And the first match we're going to concentrate on is the game, the match involving our tournament pick, Ugo Ember. 
He's up against Mickelson. As I said, it's a big serving American. Mickelson is uh, going to be a danger on these courts. He's come through two qualifying matches in pretty easy fashion. He beat Diego Schwartzman very, very convincingly. Uh, but he's up against the big left-hander server in Hugo and Bear. And I think the strategy in this one has to be, again, for total games. On the money line, and Bear is minus 215. Mickelson is plus 170. Uh, the spread is two and a half. We have Umber giving up two and a half at minus 134 and Mickelson receiving two and a half at plus 105. And the total here is 22 and a half. This will be the first time the two of them are met. And this match is scheduled to start at 8 p.m. today. So it's Tuesday today, the 2nd of January, 8 p.m. this evening. Head to the Bet Rivers website. There is about 30 different markets available on this match. Where do we go? We're here. Um, I'm going to look at two big servers. Umber, I think, is going to have a breakthrough year. I think he's going to break. He's in the top 20 now. I think he can go even higher in the world. I like him for this tournament. I think he can really go well uh, in fast conditions. So I I'm not surprised to see Umber at minus 215. Would I bet him at minus 215? I certainly wouldn't bet him at minus 215. I think, like the two matches that we highlighted in the first show of the year, we've got to look at total games here. 22 and a half does seem a little bit generous with over at minus 120. A lot of the matches we've spoken about in this tournament have been around about 23 and a half or two of them have been 23 and a half. The, the, I would argue that these two are, are big enough service to warrant the line to be 23 and a half. It's not 23, it's 22 and a half. And I think that is a little bit of value here. But again, I think if you are looking for the way to get with this match, if you don't want to play on the total games, and I know it's a bet that Sean likes a lot, and we've spoken about it many times, his strategy and how you should bet when you consider two big servers. But I think a tiebreak in the match, which is cash for us in the first two matches, and they weren't official picks, obviously, because I need my partner in crime here to give me the official picks. But um, they were leans, they were suggestions. And I think a tiebreak in this match, again, at plus 115 is, is, a, is a nice price. Uh, set one to be a tiebreak is plus 325. We've been hitting the, the woodwork with the set one tiebreaks that both of the matches we predicted have come in set two. But, you know, at plus 325, you can do a lot worse than that. So I'm going to go for a total number of tiebreaks here over a half. So one tiebreak in the match at plus 115. The conditions are fast. They may have to move it indoors. Um, I think that'll make it even quicker. And obviously with the weather factor, just be a little bit careful with, with the timings of the schedules here. But I do think this match here could be a long one. So... Similar angles to where we were in, in the, the matches we spoke about uh, early part of the week. So, yeah, over 22 and a half at minus 120 or a tie break here at plus 115. And I do think the value is probably more in the better odds on a tie break in the match at plus 115 than take the lower minus 120 on the over 22 and a half. I would expect Umber to come through. I know Mickelson has done well here to, um, to get through two qualifying matches, but um, Mickelson was awful at the next gen. He didn't win a match. And Umber is is in at the end of last season on the best form of the year. He won in his in Mets. I think it was his hometown in Mets. He won that tournament, Chevchenko. And um, I think this is um I think this is a winnable match for Umber, but I think the first set will be tight and I think the Frenchman will come through. I'm looking at something like a seven six, six four kind of victory, brings in three on the handicap. That kind of result that I would see for Umber. I wouldn't bet two sets to love. But I do think the first set will be quite cagey. I do think the tiebreak here represents some money. There has been some money for the Frenchman on the money line with Bet Rivers. Uh, he's down to now 215 from an opener of minus 195. And, and Mickelson here, 
plus 170, not in the greatest of form, but he will cause problems with his serve because he is a big server. So Umber against Mickelson, we've got an interest in that as well. From an outright perspective, we want Umber to win uh, to get us through to the last 16. Uh, hasn't got straight in. One of the only first round matches shows you how much we're into, going into Wednesday and they haven't played a, a, an outright match yet. Um, sorry, a, a, a first round match yet. So it shows you the schedule might be a problem here. But going to say Umber to win, but I think the best bet is over 12 and a half games in, in sorry, over 12, a tie break in, sorry, set in. Start again, Nigel, you're having a bit of a nightmare. A tie break in the match at plus 115. So over half tie break in the match between Mickelson and Umber. Okay, let's move on to our second match we are going to preview. And that involves a local player, uh, a bit of a journeyman, a player that I've bet many times over the years. And he's actually done me well. I think we've spoken about uh, James Duckworth before in this show with Sean. And Duckworth is a, is a player here who's up against Yannick Hanferman. Now, Duckworth is... Available at minus 109. Hanferman is minus 113. This is a match that starts at 20, 9.20 this evening, uh, local time, Eastern time, uh, in this match here. The handicap here is, or the spread is one and a half. Uh, Duckworth giving up one and a half is minus 148. Hanferman plus one and a half is, sorry, yeah, plus 114. And the total is 22 and a half. So over 22 and a half is minus 127. And under 22 and a half is plus 108. Um, I'm quite surprised by the line here. Um, Duckworth is 116 in the world. I know he's come through two qualifying matches, played well, beat Barrere, beat JJ Wolf in round one, but JJ Wolf had a terrible uh, off day. Uh, but Hanferman is a player moving up the rankings very, very quickly. Hanferman is number 51 in the, the world. So he's what, 49, 59, 65 places above Duckworth in the world rankings. Um, he produced a brilliant performance to beat Sebastian Corder in round one here. And they played twice before, and Hanferman has won them both. Uh, the first met in Singapore in 2021, and it was a 6-2, 6-4 win for Hanferman. And they met in 2023, last year in Shanghai, and Hanferman won 6-4, 6-7, 6-3. Now, for that match in Shanghai, Hanferman started here at minus $2, which I think is about the price he should be here today. James Duckworth, today he's minus 113, and James Duckworth is minus 109. So it's a pick and match. I can understand why there's a little bit more support for Duckworth. It's a home event for the Aussie. We've seen Australians do well in round one so far. They've got a big, big support in Brisbane. But Hanferman is a player that I think is very underrated here. Uh, if we look at their career stats on the hard courts, you know, last year Hanferman was uh, six and eight, but that was in a real good quality of uh, opponent he played in the big events you know like the, the US Open Miami Australian Open Adelaide you know he played in big tournaments and from uh, um, Duckworth was 43 and 21 but it, a lot of that was in challenges so um, yeah I, I think this is a big step up in class for Duckworth here to play at Hanferman and I think Hanferman at minus 113 is is the wrong price like I say minus two dollars when they met before at the end of last year in Shanghai and Hanferman is just on the back of an exceptionally good win against Corder, where he's beaten Sebastian Corder 7-5-6-4. So Hanferman gets the nod here at minus 113. I think that's a, a nice price. Again, I'm not going to put it down as an official bet because this is Sean's part of the show, and I don't want to uh, to uh, to give picks without Sean being here to either talk me into it or talk me against it. So 
I'm not going to do that, but it's entirely up to you. But that's the argument to make for Hanferman. And I think Hanferman at minus 113 is a decent price. Uh, let's move on to the final match we're going to speak about. It's 5 a.m. Eastern time, Wednesday morning. And it is between the number one seed, Holger Rune and Chevchenko. Now, Holger Rune was, you know, he, he was stretched. He was pushed to, against Max Purcell in round one. He comes through two sets to one. But he wasn't convincing. I know he won 6-2 in the in the final set, but he lost the opening set 6-4 against Purcell. Another Aussie with good support here. And he's up against Chevchenko, who I thought was exceptional against Van Ash in round one here. If you look at the stats, they're really, really impressive. And it was a 6-3, 6-2 win for Chevchenko. Chevchenko is up to a career-high 48 in the world rankings, the Russian. And I think he's going to be a player to, to be on side in 2024. I think he's going to have a breakthrough year. Holger Rune, I expect good things from as well. But, you know, is he looking ahead at the Australian Open rather than just kind of coming here and just trying to get some games under his belt? I think this is um, this is a tough match uh, for Holger Rune here. The odds do not reflect that. Uh, Holger Rune is minus 360. Chevchenko is plus 270. The total is 21 and a half. But the bet here I like is Chevchenko plus three and a half games at plus 114. Uh, Rune giving up three and a half games is minus 148. I like that bet. I think Chevchenko will give Holger Rune some problems. I think it's probably a little bit too quick for the Dane. I think in an ideal world, he'd like it a little bit slower. I think the quicker, the better for Chevchenko. So I quite like that. Um, other ways to get with Chevchenko. Chevchenko to win set one, plus 195. Uh, Chevchenko to win at least a set, minus 106 with Bet Rivers. Head across there, 28 different markets available in this match. But I don't think this is going to be as easy as the betting suggests on the outright on the money line here. Minus 360 is, uh, isn't is something that would, would would even tempt me to bet this with Sean Calvert's money, let alone my own money. So I think this is going to be a struggle. Um, not saying Holger Rune won't get through, but I think Chevchenko plus three and a half is an angle or Chevchenko to win the opening set would be an angle. So there's a couple of ways to fade Holger Rune there. Um but I think that I think that they might. I wasn't impressive with him in round one. You know, he's got a new coach. He's got a new team around him. You thought he would have come out the traps firing. He, he didn't play very well against Purcell and got it all together in the in the decider. But um, at minus three sixty, that's certainly not a uh, not a bet that I I would want to have. Um, so they're the three matches that I'm going to talk about in Brisbane. Umber against Mickelson. We want Umber to go through for our, our outright pick, my pick on, on the outright market. I, I'm confident he wins, and I'm going to go for um, but that match. I think a tie-break in the match is the way to go. Duckworth against Hanferman. I can't believe the price on Hanferman, minus 113. I think he should be way, way, way lower than that. I think that's a, a decent price. And Holgerun against Chevchenko. I think Chevchenko gives the Dane all kinds of problems, and I think there's a multitude of different ways we can attack this match. I think the best one would be to take with Shevchenko plus three and a half or take, take Shevchenko to win a set or the opening set. Now, there is another tournament going on uh, over in Hong Kong. We never mentioned that tournament in the preview. We gave a preview of Brisbane, but there is a Hong Kong, an ATP Tour 250 event in Hong Kong. Um, and look at the draw here. I'll give you the draw, the top half of the draw. Andre Rublev is the number one seed. He's in the last 16 against the Brit. Uh, Liam Brody, Hustler and Fields, TFO Kikmanovic, TFO is the number three seed. Van der Sandship and Zhang. So that makes up the top quarter of the draw. Struff against Ofner, Batista Agut, Serendulu, Mazzetti Kotov, and Ruzavare Kachanov. So if you're looking at the top half of the draw, if this goes to seedings, we're looking at a, a quarter, a semi final between Rublev 
and TFO. And in the bottom half of the draw, we're looking at probably Serendulu against Kachanov. But there's obviously Striff in that half and Mazzetti in that half as well. And in the top half, Artur Fields. And uh, really, other than that, not really much in the top half of the draw. So the top half of the draw is a lot weaker than the bottom half of the draw, I would say. The bottom half of the draw is quite difficult to go through. And these are the odds currently with Bet Rivers to win uh, the tournament in Hong Kong. Andre Rublev is the favourite, the number one seed. He's two to one. Francis TFO had a great start last year. Uh, the American looking at, I think the American, the race for the American number one this year is going to be a real interesting one. Fritz is obviously on a decline. TFO can kick onto another level. Shelton coming through. Corder has obviously got the potential. So I think the American players will be playing against each other to see who can end the year of the American number one. I think it's a very interesting market. And Bet Rivers, get that up. Get that market up. Who'll be the American number one at the end of the year? Uh, so Francis Tierthro is number three city, six to one. Kachanov is six to one. Artur Fields is seven to one. Batista a good 11. Uh, Jan Lederstrup, 12. Mazzetti, 12. Kekmanovic, 12. And then we go into 14 to one. Botic van der Sandschup. Um, and Ruzavori as well is at 14 to one. It looks a tough, tough draw to predict. I'm not going to give you any outright winners at all because I think this is a, this is a difficult one. Uh, the conditions aren't as fast as Brisbane. They're quick, but not as fast as Brisbane. I don't think there's any player in the draw that I would like to bet with them with anyone's money at this stage of the year. I think there's question marks about every person in the field. So from an outright perspective, it would be a tournament that I probably wouldn't wouldn't want to get involved in. But there's a match tomorrow uh, in Hong Kong, and it's uh, going to get the time of this. It's Jean-Leonard Struff uh, up against Ofner. Now, Struff is a player that um, we've bet so many times here on this particular market. And it starts at 1 a.m. on the 4th. So we've got a couple of days on this one. But I want to get it in uh, nice and early before we speak to you tomorrow. Uh, Jean-Luc Struff has got an, an unbelievable record in, in tie breaks. Uh, he's up against Offner here today. How he got or, or, on in a couple of days, how he got through Struff, I, I really don't know. I mean, he, he played against Marion Cilic, who had, I think he had eight match points was absolutely devastating and he didn't get him over the line. But Struff won, uh, lost the first set 3-6 and he won 7-6, seven, 7-6. Six, seven, six. So two tie breaks in the Struff match. Um, like I say, Struff is renowned for tie breaks and his opponent, Ofner is on the back of a, a very, very good performance this morning. I, I don't think, you know, he's up to 43 in the world, Ofner. He's his highest ever ranking. But he, he absolutely dismantled uh, McDonald the American, Mackenzie McDonald, he, he absolutely dismantled him 6-1, 6-2. So both of these players are playing really well to start the year with. Struff has had a, a bit of injury problems last year, but he ended pretty well. He's got a new fresh start. We know how dangerous his serve is. And I think this is a real, real close match to call. And the odds reflect that. Minus 127 for Struff, plus 102 for Offner. Uh, the handicap or the spread here is plus one and a half. Struff receiving one and a half is plus 102. Offner giving up is minus 113. The total, no surprise at all to me here to see the total here at 23 and a half with over minus 103. I think this is going to be a really, really long match. And tie breaks go hand in hand with Struff. And a total a tie break in the match here is minus 103. Now, that to me represents great value. Uh, I really like that bet. Um, go through Struff's matches and see how many tie breaks he plays. He's just... He's a tie-break machine. Uh, we haven't got any odds yet on the first set to be a tie-break. Let's have a look. We might wish we do. Um, a first set tie-break is minus, sorry, plus 290. So plus 290 for a first set tie-break. But so many times when we bet 
the first set tiebreak, it's coming the second or the third. And we've got the idea right, but we've left the money behind. So I just think to get a minus 106 for a tiebreak in the match, uh, minus 103, sorry, a tiebreak in the match, I think that's tremendous value. So I'm going to bet Struff against Offner to be a, a tiebreak in the match at minus 103. Now that's a couple of days away. It's not till the early hours of uh, Thursday morning, I think it is. But I think that's a bet we need to get in now because I expect that line to go. So that's it for me today. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's the 2nd of January. Um, and there's a couple of leans. So there could be a recap of the leans uh, today, 8 p.m. Umber Mickelson tiebreak in the match. I like that anytime. Uh, in the second match, at 20 past nine this evening, Penferman to beat Duckworth. And then in Hong Kong, in th on Thursday, off Nostruff, Struff's record on tiebreaks is off the charts. Another tiebreak in that match at minus 103. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this. I'm sorry I, I haven't got Sean here to sort of bounce some stuff off me, but I seem to be on my own. And obviously it's, it's quite difficult sometimes to speak to 22 minutes and uh, not have a pause and, and go on about your thoughts and stuff. So uh, hopefully you've uh, you've enjoyed this stuff and hopefully you're cashing some tickets as well. Um, I'll be back again tomorrow on Wednesday to look ahead to Thursday's action or maybe even Wednesday night's action and in Brisbane and again in Hong Kong. Hopefully we get some more tickets, uh, cashing more tickets. And Sean will be back with me, joining me on, on Sunday, breaking down the tournaments uh, for the following week. And just a rem reminder, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Betting Weekly Studios. Lots of great content on there. Uh, the soccer season's really hotting up across Europe, and the Champions League will be getting to the business end next month. Some brilliant content on there. You can also follow us on our socials, on Instagram and Twitter, at Because We Win. And uh, give us a like, review on our YouTube channel as well. It's really, all the comments are great. If they're good or bad, it's great because it sort of, we can, we get a community and we can answer any questions you may have. So if you've got a question for myself or Sean, please uh, fire it across and uh, we'll do our best to answer that when Sean joins me next week. Um, thanks very much for watching. Uh, head to the Betweavers website, as I say, there's a load of matches on there. There's also a tournament of the United Cup as well. So there's some big matches involved in there, but this is a, this is game bet match where we're just looking at those two ATV tour events there. But um, yeah, that's my links for today and tomorrow. Uh, have a good day and I'll catch you all again on Wednesday. We can't remember the days over Christmas, can we? Wednesday. Take care.